Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Film Core Cast, a podcast where we do movie reviews and talk about everything film. On this episode, we'll be talking about The Northman, talking about Film Core Digital, and as always, getting off topic. So let's get into it. What's going on, everyone? I'm your host, James Paul Shepard, and here with me today is Josh Shepard. Yo! And Josh Redemar. What's up, guys? How you guys doing today? Pretty good. Good, good. Nothing exciting in the past week? Um, I think I got the job over at uh, Regal Cinema as the general manager. So nice. I'm stoked about that. Uh, just uh, right now, I'm waiting on the background check to come back. Cool. So, Hopefully, uh, nothing comes up. Celebrations. <laughs> exactly. Nothing over there, Shepard. No new news. Uh, the most exciting thing that happened to me, I found a flea market today that's pretty much equivalent to Flea Masters. Nice, nice. Down there, so Fourth that was flea fun to, that flea, flea market in Fort Myers. Yeah. I've never been there. I didn't know about it. Oh. Like yeah. the only biggest flea market in the area. Um, yeah, so that was fun. So, yeah, nothing, nothing exciting um, this way. Uh, we're getting ready to go on a trip up north. In a month, nice. Going to my wife's nephew's graduation party and such. Going to go hang out with some people up there, spend some time up there. I think we're going to be gone about a week and a half, two weeks. So we might uh, not have podcasts, or I might take my stuff and we'll do the podcast on the road. We'll see. We'll see what happens. It's probably what's going to happen because I should be picking up a laptop this week for work, anyways, and we'll use that for podcast. Um, I was going to say you can borrow the extra one. I have. Yeah. Need it. So film core digital stuff. I actually spoke with somebody today about directing our upcoming film that we're going to be doing for the Naples Film Festival. We're going to be meeting next weekend to discuss over coffee. I don't drink coffee, but uh, I'll have a water or something to discuss the stuff that we're going to be doing and what his role will be coming up. So super excited about that. So we're getting back into making actual films. I'm going to be a, doing a tutorial coming out this Film Core Friday on the Gambit card charge effect, which I think turned out really cool. Yeah. Um, I was just dabbling around with some stuff, and I was like, you know what? Let me try this, and I think it turned out really cool. It, it turned on really well. Um, I want to see you throw the card and make it explode. That's, yeah. that, that's, <laughs> that's the what next, I was waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be the next thing. I think, I think that's what I'm going to do for the tutorial video is give it a little... I don't know if I'm going to do the like the card because that's a lot of 3D rendering for I got to find a 3D model of the cards and stuff but we'll we'll see it might happen. So that's what we're getting into Filmcore Digital going to start making content this year finally getting back into it. But <sighs> you guys voted for this movie to be shown to us to discuss to you. So we're going to tell you what we thought about it and that movie is the Northman from visionary director Robert Eagers comes The Northman, an action filled epic that follows a young Viking prince on his quest to avenge his father's murder. <clears throat> uh, written by Sion and Robert Eagers, and directed by Robert Eagers. This is, uh, I think, his first film since Lighthouse. Lighthouse was his uh, last film. I did not see that one. I think my wife did. I thought about watching it, but never got around to it. 
It is starring Alexander Skarsgård, Nicole Kidman, Anya Taylor-Joy, and Ethan Hawke. And a couple others, you know, some names in there that uh, don't come up on the major name cast, but we'll probably talk about them later. Runtime, two hours and 17 minutes. Rotten Tomato scores. Critics giving it an 89%. And this is another film since last, was it last week or the week before, where the audience gave it a lower score than the critics at a 67. Budget on this film, 90 mil. Which is not that bad. I, I think it's, it's really the not. second there wasn't a whole lowest. Lot of CGI there. Yeah, I think it's the second lowest film in the films that we've reviewed so far. I think Everything Everywhere All at Once is the number one lowest film that yeah, we've that's, that's on the low, budget. Yeah. Uh, gross worldwide, twenty three point five million dollars because it was an. It was an, I mean, they made that much because it was an anticipated film. Everybody was like raving about yeah. it, really excited to go see it there. So I've seen some people talk about it, read some reviews. There are some really big mixed feelings on this film. And guess what? I'm going to start today oh, with wow. <laughs> what I, what I think about this film. And we're going to start off saying, I love movies set in this genre and this era, like this time set they're, they're, the visuals and the scenery are usually just amazing when they're in this era of time. And this film had that for sure. So the scenery, beautiful. Some of the CG that it did have, really good. The cinematography was lacking a little bit. This movie really kept me waiting for something to happen. This movie should have been one hour. That's it. Should have been one hour. You could have did the whole movie in one hour, but they had to drag it out and drag it on for another hour. It's like, get to it already. I almost fell asleep several times during this movie. The concept of this movie was, it was there. It, it was there. The concept, really cool, uh, based on the, uh, the myth, uh, Am- Amleth or whatever, that is... Skarsgård's character. It's loosely based on the actual uh, history of Amleth or whatever. I think it's a Saskatchewan story. So it, it did have a cool concept of what they were going for, but they executed it very poorly. It just it wasn't there. It was very boring at times. The pacing for this film was so, so slow. It was like, you thought it was like, okay, it's over. And it didn't get over. It's like, it's over. And it didn't get over. So the action scenes, action scenes, because it talked about like the, the intro that we just did, it said an action filled epic. Where? Where were the action scenes? Where were they? They were so lacking. The choreography in this movie was horrible. The fight scenes were so under par. They, the way they swung the swords and they fought each other, it was just so bad. It, the, there was no action. I mean, maybe maybe a little bit, maybe like five minutes of action. The fight scenes between, like you could see if you paid attention. I'll, a lot of people don't actually pay attention to when they're watching movies. I watch movies differently, so it's could be just me. But you could see when when um, Amleth was fighting Skazgard's character when he was fighting. It was a lot of the stunt people were waiting for that hit. You saw them sit there yeah, and wait for it. I noticed that at least once. Yeah. So it's like, okay, you, it, was, it was very poor 
executed. You guys will probably know what I'm talking about. The awkward scene that they had to put in there in the cave when he was a boy and the dad. It was... <laughs> oh, God. What, I cringed what so was hard. The po- like, it was so bad. Yeah. And then, they did it, and then they did it one other time when they were older. So the awkwardness of that scene just, it, 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 it took me out of it. The actors did a good job, except for Nicole Kidman. Did not like her character, did not like her acting. I don't think she did a good job at all. The plot of the story and the script, it was horrible. It was terrible. It was not done well at all. Even with the good acting from the good actors, it, it could have... It could have been better. And it even with those good actors, it, it, it could not rescue the film. And it definitely cannot rescue it from my score of 2.5. So that's my thought on it. I was not oh. a fan. I would recommend wait for it to come to DVD. Wait for it to stream. This is, this is not the film to go to the theater for. Redomar, what are your right. thoughts on this film? So I'm, I'm not quite at a 2.5. Um, I will definitely say I'm more like a 2.75 or a little maybe closer to three. Uh, looking at the film, um, I can definitely call out one exact point where I felt like the stunt double was just waiting to get hit. And it was right when he hops the wall. I think oh, we can yeah, all agree on that one. That was that was huge. <laughs> that was just, I, I saw it and I was just like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> Click. Okay. That was, that was the first big cue for me on that one. I was just like, what? You know, and then, um, I mean, looking at everything else, I thought uh, William Defoe's character in the film was, you know, it was crazy to see him like that because it fit him so well. You know, it, 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 I mean, they could have made a meme of it later and it'd been someone else, and I would have said, yeah, that still fits his character because that's how, like, weird it was, you know? Yeah. Uh, looking at everything else in the film, in terms of the acting, I did like um, Alexander Skarsgård's character very much so. Um, I felt like the dude <laughs> physically prepared himself for this film. This dude was straight jacked. <laughs> was oh, that's Skarsgård like, anyway, yeah. Yeah, he was like a mountain, just like in, in that village raid when he mauls that guy at the end. You know? um, getting back to the, to the main points, um, I did not like the story. I did not. I felt that the the twist at the end with uh Fulnir and uh the queen was just ugh. and then even more ugh, when she does what you know what another <laughs> another cringeworthy moment yeah uh-huh. very very cringeworthy uh i i think i muttered what the f in the, in the theater when i saw it and the people next to me just started cracking up you know it was like what <laughs> But, um, yeah, breaking it down, uh, overall score, like I said, between a 2.75 and a 3. I just, it it was too long. I wouldn't have cut it down to an hour, maybe like an hour and 45. But, um, yeah, it was sloppy writing, in my opinion. (laughs) Yeah, so which one are you giving it? You got to give it a half or a full score. All right, because I thought... The one action sequence was really good with the village raid. Um, and that's what actually got me more in- mentally involved in the story. Um, I'm going to give it a three. All between right. That I and, must, between that and William Defoe. I must have I must have fell asleep during that action scene because I, I don't remember an action scene 
during the village raid. I just remember them. It was the running. entire village raid. He I just remember running around pushing people. That's all it looked like to me. I was running around killing people. Yeah, it looked like they were just like, stop, go lay down. It, <laughs> it was so poorly executed. <laughs> Shepard, yeah. what, what, uh, what is your yeah. thought on this um, movie? Well, I will start off saying that basically the trailer was better than the movie itself. I agree. Um, mm-hmm. I pretty much, James, every single point that you pretty much hit on, I agree with. Uh, there. And one of the worst things I, I like because I love the fighting and the action, and I love like the whole fighting area type movies and stuff. And mm-hmm. but the choreograph like you're talking about the choreography for the fighting is not just stuntmen just waiting to be hit and stuff. It was just so slow that the whole thing like they didn't work on it enough to make it fast paced fighting and stuff, which it would be. You know, like everybody was just kind of waiting around for him to fight him. It's like, come on, you know. Um, the the acting was pretty good. I liked um, Skarsgård's character. I liked Joy's character, too. She did really good. Um, yeah, Nicole Kidman's character, just in general, I did not like. She was... And then the whole creepy scene and that stuff, that just made it worse. Um, and then the film, the scene that you're talking about, James, uh, in the cave, that's, that's the only word I can think of that's how creepy it is. And it's just like something that was like, you don't want to happen to a child was going to happen kind of thing. And it's just like, dude, that, that should not be in there. Yeah. And, but nothing really kept me on the edge of my seat. Um, I mean, I was already kind of a tired person when I went to go see this movie and it just was ready to put me to sleep. It, the storylines just to me, just, I will say it downright sucked. There's, there's nothing to keep me interested in it at all. Um, a lot of the stuff like the, you know, the blood and the guts and gores kind of thing that that keeps me interested because I like that, but overall, and then the ending was just like, and it just kind of, yeah, it was for me, it was bad. I give it, I, I give it a two. It, there's just, <laughs> there's not much to say. Like James says, go see it, get your own opinion and stuff. If you don't have to go to theater, definitely, definitely wait for it to go on DVD or something. And I'm sorry. One thing that really tore me off too was the animals. The dog oh, was yeah. the kind of the biggest one. Yeah. I, was like, I was like, I hate this movie right from the right, right from that scene. I'm like, I'm done. I hate this movie. Yeah, no not, a big, not a big fan when they do that in movies. Yeah. Right. And, and obviously it's not real, but it's still like, yeah. you know, and it's just something that they would do back at that time era. It's just like, eh. but what's that say about us as people? Cause I, I've actually thought about this before that it in a film, we could sit and watch people kill people. And we, it doesn't affect us. We're like, okay, it's, it's acting and stuff. But as soon as they harm an animal, it's like, no, no, uh, yeah. don't do that. <laughs> you don't do that. As soon as you kill a dog, boom, done. Yeah. No, not happening. <laughs> you're instantly the bad guy and you're just, the movie's horrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so two, two, two is my, my score. I can give it. All right. So we've got a two, a two and a half, and a three on this film. So definitely, as we always say, go out, watch a film for yourself. Get get your own opinion on it, but that is what we have to say about it here at the Film Court Cast. And uh, let's get into some fun facts about this film. Is there any though? Really? Well, a little bit. There's facts, but not fun facts. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if they're fun facts. Let's get let's get into some facts about this film. The uh, apparently the filming was supposed to take place March 2020. It was supposed to start in March 2020. That's when they were supposed oh, to start filming it, but because of COVID. It got pushed. Uh, apparently, the people, all the actors and stuff, were already on set on that day that they canceled it. 
they were already on set rehearsing and everything, and then they canceled it and apparently sent everybody we'll, home. We'll chalk it up to that's why it was so bad because they went back to it. And it's just like, I really don't even want to do this anymore. Yeah, COVID. Well, apparently, there's a thing. I didn't read into it a lot, but apparently Alexander Skarsgård is actually saying that he wrote this film. Not really. That explains why it sucked. <laughs> But uh, apparently, because they met, they had a meeting or something. They talked about stuff, and uh, Skarsgård said, "I'd like to make a Viking movie or something." Like they talked about making a Viking movie, and it, I guess, Robert saying that it didn't, like they didn't actually plan anything, so he didn't actually write it. But it's a whole thing. I didn't read it because basically kind of was a concept kind of thing. Yeah, he's probably the reason why they had so many uh, centers around the, the wolf. And the you know. <laughs> coming from uh, coming from True Blood Tarzan um, and Tarzan. So I think I like Tarzan more than this. <laughs> definitely, definitely was. I didn't like Tarzan. Uh, after shooting wrapped, apparently several of the actors took away some gifts from the set. Of course. So Nicole Kidman got a sword. William Defoe actually got a longship. A long ship. Yeah. Bajork. Oh, one of those model ones, because obviously they're, they probably didn't make full-size ones. Yeah. But. <laughs> Bajork received three horses, I guess. Dang. Took three horses from the set. With heads or without? Uh, yeah. that's, <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to get with Bajork and find out about that. And Alexander... Do we have to call PETA? <laughs> yeah. Skarsgård received the... M- Movie blood stained thong that he wore for a week shooting that final scene. Wow. So he, That's I think he, I fun. think he, uh, went away with the big prize there. Got to, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you got to keep the dirty so underwear. On one thing, you know, it's kind of like took away his, his, uh, his wardrobe there. As long as he's not wearing them at home, I mean, that's all right. Yes. <laughs> so let's take this time to thank our film core crew members. And those crew members are. Vicky and David Ingblom, Dustin Clark, Bobby Saravanera, Little Thrusty, Danny Galwin, Carl Robbins, and Dylan Painter. I want to thank all of you guys for your support here at the Filmcore Cast and Filmcore Digital. And if you want to become a Filmcore crew member, go to the link in the description, hit it, hit that become a crew member. It is up. Sign up. Pages are getting on there for all the member pages only content. We're going to be getting a lot more. So all the behind the scenes from the films that we're getting ready to shoot will only be on there for the members to see and cool stuff like that. And you get a film core crew shirt, which if you're watching the video, you should already have yours. If not, definitely send me a message. We should be getting that out to you. Uh, Yeah. So let's get into the off topic. Yes. You're out of water, sir. I am. I am. I need to I need to go. So I'm going to turn it over to Josh Shepard. Do you have anything that you would like to discuss that you have seen or want to go see? I mean, obviously, Doctor Strange is coming up in two weeks. Um, that's huge. Um, finally, finally got a trailer for Thor, Love and Thunder. And on that trailer, I'm super excited about it and quite surprised that they showed Jane Foster like that. And the trailer, first very first trailer. I'm very super surprised by that. But being so close to when the movie comes out, probably. Um, I've kept up on uh, Moon Knight and Halo. And so far, uh, I still want to go see Nicolas Cage's new movie. 
um, you know, the unbearable weight of massive talent, the the bad guys. And obviously next month, not only do we get Doctor Strange, but towards the end of the month, we get the new Top Gun. So and I'm really excited about that. So I think another good movie is going to be Firestarter. That one does definitely look interesting. Uh, I did want to say, too, speaking of previews, I don't know if you guys have had the problem over at your theater, but here at the one we keep going to, we've literally had these same trailers, like the fat past four movies that we wouldn't seen. Nothing yeah. literally has been new. Same exact trailers every time. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I'm not a big fan of watching the trailers anymore because yeah, they are a lot of the same ones over and over again. Yeah. At the um at the the theater I went to, which was uh, over at Bell Tower, um, I can't say that I was seeing the same exact rotation. Um, I happened to come across the um, Elvis trailer. Yeah. Um, yep. Which the last time I had seen that was probably, I want to say, two to three movies ago. Yeah. Uh, so they, they definitely got some cycling going on there, but it's it wasn't as consistent as you guys are probably seeing over at like AMC or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, well at least my AMC, because that's like the third time, third week in a row I've gotten the Elvis Presley one. So. Oh, yeah. 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 Elvis didn't definitely didn't play at any of the other. It did play on a previous one we did because I've already seen it. But the past three films had at least one or two trailers. Uh, Bullet Train was on all three of them that we've seen. You in the know, past I, three I didn't get Bullet Train this one. No, no. I I'm actually that, really so. looking forward to that oh, one too. Well, we missed like the first two previews. So. Oh, it was the very first preview. Mm. I, I'd be surprised that AMC doesn't show the same trailer or same film. Everything there. Yeah. Yeah, probably they probably do because it like, would be a lot of money to for the, make the rise of Gru. I watched that. Uh, I think we got that. At Sonic was the last time we saw that one. Sonic. Oh, yep. Sonic was. Uh, yep, I got that during Sonic. Which they typically do that. If you're going to see a kids movie, you'll get previews for kids movies and stuff. But Nope was yeah, another one. I do want to see Nope. I think Nope looks really I, good. I, nope is I, the one I, that I keep seeing a trailer for. Right? Yeah, that one's constant so much. That's been like almost like two months. That one's been in every single movie. They gotta and push I, it. I, I honestly don't want to see it. It's I, I really don't want to see it. I, I know Redemar doesn't like want to see it. <laughs> I, I'm not a a horror person at all. You're not a horror, a horror person. <laughs> oh. I'm also not a horror. I, well, I'm a retired horror. Okay. I, I've been faithful for many years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm just not someone who's like big on horror films. Um, I just don't believe in paying someone to scare you. You know. And even though I'm not thinking this movie is actually going to scare me, it's just the concept of it. It's just like, eh, yeah, nope. <laughs> just, just like the title suggests. Exact nope. title. <laughs> the yeah. I did not see the trailer for it, which I'm going to probably watch the trailer later because it might be on next week's episode. I, I, I was walking out of the theater and I saw the poster for Memories. Memories or Memory. 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 Yeah, uh, with, uh, Liam, Neeson. Liam Neeson? Yeah. I, I just looked that up because that comes out next week. Yeah. So. Yeah, I have not seen the trailer for that yet. Uh, I this is a remake. Is it? I'm gonna have to yeah. I'm definitely check it out. But I saw the poster as I was going out. So excited that I saw the poster and I can come home and I get to see a trailer for the first time and go. Uh, I was hoping they played that during. It would have been cool if they played it during the movie that I just went and seen. Uh, right. I I think I'm one episode behind. I'm halfway through episode four of. Um, Moon Knight. And that, that, I, I will tell you this, dude. That one's like, like a what <laughs> kind of episode. And then I think I am on episode 
I'm getting ready to start the latest episode of Halo. So I'm not I'm not completely caught up with that yet. What episode you say? Uh, Halo. I'm I'm on the I'm on the one that just came out. I haven't started okay, yet. Okay, episode five. Okay, yeah, five. Yep. And so far, it's been it's been a good show. Yeah, that's episode five. It was probably the the best one. I will say that so far. Any any film news that you guys have uh, seen or heard of? Um, there was not really. I mean, like I, I mentioned about finally getting the tra- trailer for you know Thor, the new Thor movie. But what, one thing I did, me and Elizabeth did come to the conclusion with watching uh, Moon Knight and stuff that its last episode is the Wednesday before Doctor Strange. Ooh. So you never know. Tie in, tie in, maybe, maybe. Awesome. There's a video out there where Ethan Hawke did uh, Jimmy Fallon, and, you know, they're asking him questions about the show and stuff, and, you know, it was talking about Blade showing up, and, and then the biggest thing was, is he Dracula? And, you know, I think he throws it out there for kind of, like, giggles and everything, and he's just like, you know what, screw the lawyers, yes, I'm Dracula. But I think he just kind of did that to just to mess with people. But yeah. that would be an interesting way to see and a tie into Blade maybe showing up in Doctor Strange and, you know, doing that kind of tie in and stuff. So, so a uh, movie that I'm excited for that I did get a trailer for this time that I haven't seen a trailer in a while, which I was excited to see it again because I already knew about the movie, but I was excited to see the trailer again because it brings back so many memories. Jurassic World Dominion. Oh, yes. I'm yes, we got so, that today, too. Yes, I am so excited yeah, to see that. that movie. It looks... The final it, conclusion. It definitely looks good. So, one thing um, I do want to mention, and this is what I was bringing up before the podcast uh, began, is um, so IMDb just posted um, a, a mugshot for Zombie Doctor Strange. So for those of you guys who are excited about the film but have not seen the What If series, the Loki series, and WandaVision, I highly advise you get caught up before going to the theaters um, just because you're going to be clueless as to what's going on otherwise because there's a lot of stuff that ties in one from the other, especially uh, the What If series. Yeah, I, I, I think I got to episode three on the What If series. I'm going to... I'm going to try to catch up. Thing. Yeah, I'm going to try to catch up on that. So what do you guys think? People are saying that Doctor Strange, the new Doctor Strange coming out, secretly sets up a great return for Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Uh, I didn't. I haven't watched it yet, but I saw that they they actually did a a teaser where they actually fully show Charles Xavier. And, and, they they, and they did. There was a teaser. That I, they I, haven't, I haven't watched it yet him. and seen it yet, but I... I I just don't think Hugh Jackman's going to do it so personally. Patrick, I, I Patrick think he's Stewart done was confirmed it, as a variant. Yeah, Patrick Stewart. We know he he's going to be in there. That's even he confirmed that himself and everything. But I've seen Hugh Jackman. I think it would be super super awesome, whether it be as a variant and then they introduce their own Wolverine and you know the future X Men movies and stuff. It's going to be Daniel but, Radcliffe. Watch. <laughs> nah, it's, it's just it's just not going to happen. I don't think Jackman's going to come back for anything. Be interesting though. I, I would. But they are saying that as far as what you're going to see in this movie, especially cameos and stuff, is going to be bigger than Infinity War, Endgame, and Spider-Man No Way Home combined. So It would be an interesting time to cross over and bring Deadpool in. That's possible. We'll see. Uh, did you guys see the picture they're wanting? I don't know why, because I think they're already done filming. They, somebody did a fan picture of Idris Elba being Black Panther. Oh, 
for Black uh, Panther. Not even in the movie. How would that yeah, even be no. possible? I I don't know. Maybe like an older when he gets older or play him older. That, I don't know. And, you know, and the the bad thing is a lot of people are trying to petition for Killmonger to be to come back and be real Black Panther. I'm like, no, no, no. Should go to the sister, sister only. It's where it needs to go from yeah. here on out. But we'll see when it comes. I mean, <laughs> I haven't heard any other really any news about it. And I'm pretty sure they already started filming too. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Michael B. Jordan as Black Panther would be acceptable, especially because he died to him in the first. Yeah, film. I mean he did, but they have the power to bring him back and stuff. But it's just, and it does happen in the movie. I mean, in the comics, he Killmonger does become, and not just in the way that you know he kills Black Panther and he becomes it is you know down the line he actually becomes Black Panther. But I don't know. I'm excited for it. I mean, I still like. I know the. Black Panthers along that whole like you know Black Lives Matter movement and stuff, but the movie in general was still really awesome, and I love the character. So we'll so, see. So you you mentioned the Love and Thunder trailer, yes, and you mentioned the appearance of Jane Foster, yeah, Jane Foster as Thor. Yep. So apparently James the Gunn, Mighty Thor, the Mighty, Mighty Thor. Thor. So apparently James Gunn has some words. Or a reaction to the way that she looked, comparing her to Peacemaker. Oh, it's because the, the helmet. The helmet. Because yep. well, you and but you have to because that's what she had in the comics. She had the helmet. I mean, and you don't. I mean, because obviously you don't really see it hardly ever with Thor throughout the three movies so far, except for Ragnarok. You actually see him in a helmet. But that's what her character was in the comic books. She had the helmet. That's that's what she wore. So I mean. You know what I, I mean, love? You know, because it's a nice shiny helmet that she's wearing. I understand what he's saying, but it does. I mean, it looks just it looks just like it. Um, you know, it's what? the toilet seat with wings. <laughs> you know what I love so much about film and film fans and all that? The theories that people come up with, and just the way that they they spin things and they they make you think of things that could have and would have and should have happened. So I've just read one. Super interesting. Apparently, fans are shocked to have a theory reveals that Nickelodeon Doug, everybody remember Doug? Yeah. yeah. Man. Grew up to be JD from Scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. That's hey, you never know. Oh, that's funny, though. I mean, it's, it's just so cool, the things that they... I like that. I like that theory. The, the, hey, to top on the the Doug thing though, I don't. James might know this because he's probably seen it on my Facebook and stuff. But everybody else know. One time for Halloween, when I was working at Ace, I actually dressed up as Quail Man. Yep. And I only remember. like two people got it when they saw it. I remember that because I helped you go out looking for. Yeah, the we stuff went to the Goodwill for that stuff. Yeah, well, that's right. That was fun. I must have just thought you were some special needs kid. <laughs> <laughs> my wife said Captain Underpants, but. I was like, no. I mean, you, you could have played Captain Underpants as well. Yeah, but I would have had to been a lot more naked. and Give the women what they want, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, all they got to do is pay $20 a month. All right. All right. So we have sat here. We have talked. We're getting to the segment that we are adding on this week. Trivia question. This trivia question today for this episode is the code in the Matrix comes from what food recipe? Is it A, sushi recipe, B, dumpling recipe, C, 
stir fry recipe or D pad thai recipe. Go ahead and you guys can leave your comments down what you think it is. We're going to have a form up on the channel for you guys to be filling out, log in, fill it out. First one to answer all four questions will receive a film core cast t-shirt. What what date would that put us at? So May 1st will be 285. So the 15th will be the last episode for these four questions, and the winners will be revealed May 22nd. Following. May 22nd on the next on nice. that episode. So definitely make sure you listen to that. I guess you guys can Google it because you guys are <laughs> you guys are listening. Uh, I think we should start doing these live, like have a live episode one of these days for people to go and we can ask trivia and have everybody answer in the comments so we can get live reactions and give away some free stuff. Because Filmcore Digital, Filmcore Cast is going to start giving away cool stuff to get you guys more engaged with the content. But with that being said, that is all the time we have today. No selfish plugs, guys. No. no selfish plugs. All right. Make sure that you do like and subscribe to the Filmcore YouTube channel. Check us out on TikTok, Instagram. I think we're going to start promoting Twitter more now that Elon Musk is buying it. We'll see. Check out the Filmcore Crew Perks over on the website. And thanks for joining us. And we hope to catch you in the next one. Bye. Bye, Bye. guys.